with restaurants. It's that community. It's that sitting down. It's that sharing stories at a table. The theater is the same way. We're sharing stories at a different table. Welcome to Beyond the Fourth Wall. In this weekly podcast, we're investigating how the skills we cultivate as theater artists transfer beyond our theater industry. I'm Lindy Franklin Smith, the artistic director of the Lexington Theater Company. And I'm Joseph Wrightson, the creative media designer for the Lex. Each week, we'll conduct guest interviews with creatives from across many different industries. And every couple of episodes, I'll hop in with Lindy for a conversation, connecting the dots, finding the through line, and learning how to apply those theater skills to our everyday lives. We're so glad you're here, and we hope you're ready to go Beyond the Fourth Wall. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying your time with us going beyond the fourth wall, we hope you also might want to join us Behind the Curtain. This new exciting event from the Lexington Theatre Company kicks off Saturday, December 5th, 2020, with a trip behind the curtain to explore the holiday classic White Christmas. Join us for this interactive Zoom event where we'll have performances from Broadway cast members and an interactive Q&A with cast members and creative team members from the Broadway company. You won't want to miss this exciting event where you can commune with your fellow theater goers online and experience the magic of storytelling from the comfort of your own home. And if you're in the central Kentucky area, you'll want to add on our special white Christmas inspired dinner to go from Chef Weta Michael. You'll be able to order online and pick up at Zim's prior to the event. For all the information and to purchase tickets, Visit us at LexingtonTheaterCompany.org. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Lindy. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to see you. I know our listeners can't see us, but we're recording this here on Zoom on a Saturday morning. It's our first recap day for Beyond the Fourth Wall. I mean, wow, these first three episodes have been epic, just absolutely epic. It's been just inspiring. Completely. And I know I've been the one asking a lot of the questions to our guests, so I'm so excited to hear what you think. I'm so excited to have a great conversation, just the two of us today, and connect the dots. I get this really lucky position while we're recording this podcast. I sort of am behind the scenes, but I get to take notes on all the amazing things that are happening and then getting to edit the podcast. I really feel like I'm in a class, like I'm learning so much with each episode that we're doing, so it's incredible. It truly does feel like a master class. Well, I thought what might be fun is just if we go back and forth and sort of talk about our big takeaways or the things that really resonated for us. So I feel like I got to have a lot of microphone time so far, so I feel like you should start. So tell me what one of your takeaways from these first three episodes, we had Jen Waldman, Patrick O'Neill, Rob Perez, two theater makers, one restaurateur, 
all creative artists. Tell me about some through lines you found. Well, okay. I'm thinking a couple of things. So the first thing that comes to mind is Jen Waldman's story into you do it to share it and how important it is that we recognize that we are creating our art to be consumed, that we are creating it for the community. And I think that's such a great intention to start with anything you do. And I love how each of our three guests are very clear on how they set their intention for what they're doing. They're all about sharing their gift with the world, whether it's Rob Perez through his restaurants or through the theater. And I just think that's so important in in the theater community and beyond you do it to share it that has been stuck in my head ever since we recorded that episode i agree completely i i made some little notes of some of my favorite takeaways and i have to say that was on my list as well with a big star next to it because what's really neat i think about jen and patrick and rob is they are truly the definition of servant leaders they are so clear in their, as you said, in their intention that it is to help other people. I love that when Patrick O'Neill was talking about sorting out what might be a dream show or what might be a dream job or something that he was really aiming for and how he had such a hard time putting it into words or wrapping around one particular goal or one particular show, because for him, it was about the people. It was about the relationships and, and the storytelling and wanting to impact other people's lives. And I think that's such a, a beautiful way to look at a career trajectory is that it's not necessarily about getting to the milestones or getting to these certain goals Goal setting is important, of course, but what if the goal is just to do great work with great people all the time? And the projects might be big, fancy, shiny projects, or they might be, you know, smaller projects, maybe with a little less notoriety. But if you're always doing good work with good people and you're doing it to share it, how fulfilling of a career and a life might that be? I just, I love I love talking about that. I, I I try to see where I can implement that in my own life and career as well. Oh, me too. And if there's any proof of that, you know, Rob Perez talks about his history with the Hard Rock Cafe and with the Walt Disney Company, these giant corporations. But at the end of the episode, he talks about how fulfilling it is to bus tables alongside the recovering addicts at Deviate Kitchen and how that has just been such a joy for him. And I think that's a huge parallel. Just even in the simplest things, if you are constantly giving of yourself, that's where you can really find that fulfillment. I agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. And I, another through line that I thought was so fun to see was the creativity through line. I mean, can we talk about the character of Saul Good that <laughs> Rob created the fictional character of Saul Good that is the basis for his restaurant. And 
how creative, how perfect. And I was thinking, I, I didn't know that until I started researching for this interview. And then I thought of all the times I've walked into that restaurant, experienced the food, and it all rings true. Every single touch point, every single through line. What a creative concept. How interesting. And I love that it's also you know, not on the back of the menu. Yeah, yeah. You know, the story of Saul Good is like not on the back of the menu. You wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily walk in the door and say, oh, they have based this restaurant on this fictional jeweler turned entertainer slash world traveler. <laughs> so it's subtle. It's there, but it's such a creative concept. And he's such a storyteller in such a different way. It's so interesting because I think back to all of the moments in rehearsal where, you know, I may be playing a character that has 10 lines, but the backstory, the work that you do to really uh, give depth and richness to your character, there's so much that is discussed that is not explicitly on stage. And I never would have thought that a restaurant could have that same backstory. I always imagined, you know, you, you pick out the decor, you want things to match, you want food that tastes good, and that's the line. Like, that's where it starts. But going back, I mean, Saul Good is such a wonderful place, and that's someplace, that's a local haunt for me. As he was telling the story, I was like, that's why it's so good. Yes. It's an interesting connection of a dot here from the first point we were talking about, which was being so clear on your purpose and this very creative storytelling, I think it really does go hand in hand. And the marketing author, Seth Godin, all the time talks about asking the question, who's it for when you're starting a project? And to me, Rob and Diane were so clear on who Saul Good was for. They wanted the whole family to be able to come. They wanted, you know, somebody in the family who's interested in watching the game can still see it on the small screen TV in the bar, but somebody who's maybe not interested in, in the game and having a sports bar atmosphere who wants to just have a conversation in a really eclectic atmosphere with a very eclectic menu, they're entertained as well. I think he was spot on in the purpose from the get-go, then developed the storytelling to give it that human element. And there you have the huge success that's, that has been Saul Good here in Lexington. Yeah, I think there's a connection too with what Jen Waldman was saying about we're going through unprecedented times. In unprecedented times, it's easy to lose sight of the work that's already been done and say that that's the past. But she kept on bringing up how we can reinterpret with a new intention in the, the vision and the lens of today. And I love how Rob went through similar things with the restaurants of, okay, well, sports bars are a thing that people are like, I don't know, should we try the sports bars? But in the lens of today, how can we make something that's going to be successful? How can we reinterpret this idea to go now? Yes, yes. And, and the other thing that I think is really neat Across the through lines, of course, we have two, as I said, two theater makers yeah. and one restaurateur, culinary artist, seeing th the creative process mirrored. Their mediums may be different, but the creative process and the importance of practicing the creativity is key, is absolutely key for every single one of them. So I think that's really neat. 
And I do have to say, <laughs> of course, we asked this question to the theater makers. What of our theatrical skills has served you best beyond the fourth wall? And I just loved watching both Jen Waldman and Patrick O'Neill have such a hard time coming up with only one thing. And they both said, when we said, you know, what is the, what translates, what, what, what transfers? And they both said, all of it, everything, all of it. And then when you listen to the Rob Perez interview, after you've heard that, you then see it that everything that we're doing in the theater industry, it translates into a different way into other industries. So neat. We recorded Jen first, and then we recorded Patrick. And to hear him say everything, I was sitting behind the scenes. I was cheering, like my hands are up in the air. I was like, yes, yes, because we totally did not expect that to happen at all, but it's so true. I mean, you really see everything and the concrete examples they gave. It wasn't just a, oh no, it's everything. No, it's in public speaking. It's in creating a business. It's in your relationship with your community. All of those relationships, every single person talked about those relationships and how relationships are so important in the theater and beyond. Yes, yes. And another through line that all three of them talked about was fear, uncertainty, and navigating that as a creative, as an entrepreneur, whether it was Jen talking about taking creative, artistic, bold risks and that that's where the magic lies, whether it was Rob talking about the big, huge, giant risk that was Deviate Kitchen and how terrifying it was to be, you know, standing sort of on the brink of bankruptcy. Is this going to work? Is this is this concept going to succeed? And Patrick talking about his bumpy road, as he described it, not getting into some of the schools that he had anticipated, having sort of a different path to get to where he wanted to, which I'm sure felt like risk taking. I'm sure it felt like disappointment at times and trying new things. But wow, when you look at the, the three of them and their careers and how they navigated stepping into the fear and taking the risk and then the reward that they talked about on the other side of it. Magic. Well, yeah, I loved, I loved hearing Patrick's story about how he navigated through that, his whole career and even through dry spells of not getting any work and how he stayed committed and worked through it and let his path unfold before him. I think that exemplifies everything that Jen and Rob have done as well is just really approaching everything with an openness. And I especially loved hearing Rob's perspective. Patrick, when he talks about his story, he talks about, you know, the unknown of not really knowing what's going to come next. And in Rob's case, when his wife proposed the idea of Deviate Kitchen, he said no at first, that it was too risky. And I really appreciate that he shared that part of his story because I think a lot of us face risks and changes in our lives that could lead to amazing things. And we initially think, no, I'm not going to go there. It's too much of a risk. And I really appreciated that honesty. He fought the change at first. He did not want to start this kitchen. It was not a good business deal. And yet he felt the fear. Eventually he did it anyways, you know? 
He did it anyway. Just what we talked about with Jen Waldman, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Oh, and you're right. That was such an honest and authentic moment. You and I talked about it right after the interview. And honesty and authenticity is something that we talk about as actors all the time. And so I just love having a conversation with Rob Perez, who is 100% real, honest, authentic all the time. And, and hearing how bravely he tells that part of the story which I think is so good for us to hear because I think you're right. And we've talked about it. Taking risks is scary. I'm just so glad he took that risk. It it brings me back to what Jen was saying about her personal philosophy. If you are somebody who can envision the world in a better place, it becomes a responsibility to make that change. You have the ability to have that vision. And I think Jen and Patrick have both made that vision come alive in the theater And it's so amazing to see Rob as well have that vision for the community of Lexington and how that has come alive as well. Mm. We are so lucky to have all three of them in our lives and in our community. I can't think of a better way that we could have started this podcast, this first set of interviews. The through lines are so clear. The connections are so amazing to see between artists in and out of the theater industry. And what's so exciting is discovering just how many of these skills and techniques and crafts that we hone as we're training theater artists or even as we're you know enjoying theater, the things that we love to see when we come to see theater, seeing how applicable it all is in our everyday lives, no matter who we are, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, there is such a common thread beyond the fourth wall. I know. It's not just a dot here and a dot here that we're connecting. It is constellations. It is entire communities that are intertwined. Rob talks about how important the theater is for with restaurants. It's that community. It's that sitting down. It's that sharing stories at a table the theater is the same way. We're sharing stories at a different table. But that's where we get to share. That's where we get to share our ex- human experiences. I just love how it is also clear. So, Joseph, we're three episodes in to Beyond the Fourth Wall. What have we learned so far? Let's do three, three big things. It's all about the community. And whatever you do, you have to remember who it's for, who uh, can benefit, who you are helping, who you are inviting in. It's all about that community. Agreed. It's all about the community. Storytelling is key. We all want to connect as humans, which I think goes to just what you were saying, but that common ground, that common bond of our humanity and how we tell it through stories is so key. One more. There is no straight path, and that path is full of risks. But if you feel the fear and do it anyway, there can be amazing things that can happen. Mm. Okay, I have to add a fourth. Go for it. I mean, why not? Beyond the fourth wall. We shouldn't stop at three. Okay, we should do four. We should do four. It's now been decided. Four things. I just, to me, Jen Waldman's quote really sums up 
what we've learned so far, what we've learned from all three of these amazing guests, you do it to share it. And I think that's a perfect way to wrap up. I could not agree more. Yeah. I can't wait to do more. We have more guests coming up these next few weeks. You and I will keep connecting the dots. I'm so glad our listeners are with us beyond the fourth wall. We're so glad you joined us beyond the fourth wall. To find out more about the Lexington Theatre Company, visit our website, lexingtontheatrecompany.org, and follow us on social media at the Lex Theatre Co. Be sure to check out our brand new artist development program at the Lex. This online learning platform offers classes for third graders through professionals as we discover and empower the artist within. You might also enjoy monthly motivations, free monthly classes for third graders through professionals. Find out more at our website, and we hope you'll join us here at the Lex. Lex.